0: Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn, and Phil. Exploring and expanding the consciousness. Learning from each other. Discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to the Full Circle Frequency. Hello and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast.
1: Hi, Glenn, how. Hello, how are you How the devil are you? It's been ages. (laughs) I'm not three bad as they say around these uh, parts. (laughs) How's yourself? Alright, I'm alright, I'm okay, I'm brilliant.
0: Hi Julie. Hello Phil. How are you? You are going through a purification at the minute?
2: I'm going through something yeah, purification and uh, my allergies are letting me know that I've got a very strong immune system and I don't like uh, pollen floating around,
0: <laughs> but oh,
2: uh, other than that, I'm fine. Yeah,
0: Brilliant. Okay. Know. It's been ages since we've seen each other.
2: It has been a few weeks.
0: A month? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Definitely. We've got another guest. Oh, it's not the first time she's been. This is yeah, Angie's third time. third time. Of course, of course
3: yeah. Yeah, third.
1: yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah.
0: Hi, Angie.
3: Hello, everybody. Hello, Hello again. (laughs)
1: I think we need a round of applause for her, you know. Oh, go on, yeah. She brought mushrooms, after all. I will put a picture of them on Facebook.
3: (laughs) They are full of port
2: and other things.
3: Port? Lovely.
0: Oh, nice. Very nice.
2: That'll be the supper later.
0: How's everybody been the last couple of weeks with... The retrograde, the new moon, the solar eclipse that we're
1: in mm. at the minute. It's been a minefield, really, hasn't it? You know, equipment going bana- bananas, bananas Yeah, uh, when we've been in the studio. Um,
2: we had the screen uh, going on and off. Yeah, we be still doing week. that tonight. Is it? <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Laptops going crackers, mobile phones. Uh, yeah, basically electronic devices, really. Mm.
2: And my sleeping pattern was uh, disrupted a couple of weeks ago, for sure. Yeah. This is before the purification process that yeah, going through yeah. as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. How have you found the energies, Angie? I know we've just been talking about the different energies at the minute with retrograde and how it makes us feel. How um, it, has it affected you?
3: I've actually um, been quite um, high vibration because they're vibrating them, but um, <laughs> just a very interconnected because when I finish and I go home, it is, um, you know, it's just so peaceful, and there's the moon and the stars and all the rest of it. And I'm very, very aware of the energies, um, different energy shifts. And uh, I think there's been a lot of spiritual activity um, as well as other activities. Um, <clears throat> it's just like a big, em- not empowerment, I don't know the right word really, but it's like it's just like there's been a big influx of energy. And um, yeah, a lot of. Uh, clarification um pieces coming together like in a jigsaw all sorts of things like that so it, it's been I it's been quite good really mm. yeah. um you know powerful of, i think yeah yeah, yeah sort of knowledge, building
2: yeah energy wise yeah
3: knowledge yeah. sort of pieces coming together and fitting together and it's like yeah you know so it's it's been quite interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I've it's been... been good. Sorry, just a good no, good for no, making no, decisions and, and moving forward with things rather than yeah. going back or over things, I think for me. It's uh, it's give me a push in the right direction. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Close. I've been trying I've been trying hard to be careful what I've been thinking about and the thoughts that I've been having and the words that I'm speaking because I know mm. that they are quite very powerful at the minute. And I thought, actually, one way I can do that is just take myself out of the equation. So mm-hmm. Monday, um, the uh, Monday gone, um, I took myself out and I went to Arbelow. You know Arbelow, don't you? Yeah. The Stone Circle. Right. So I took myself there and I just, I laid in the circle for a while and just connected with the energies there. And then I turned over almost like I was sunbathing I turned over onto my belly (laughs) just so I could connect like solar plexus and, and sacral as well. And just, I was just connecting to the, to the energies there and just took myself out and harnessing, just harnessing that joy that I was feeling while I was there and trying to carry that joy through and using that as a, as a base really. So Mm So, yeah, it's been a good week, and I've had a week off this week. Have you? So I've been oh. doing things with the children and different things like that, so.
1: Well, you've oh, developed right. a, a lovely tan, so the weather's got you. Hasn't it? Yeah, it was a fantastic day
0: on Wednesday.
2: <laughs> it was really hot, actually, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I got a bit of a tan on Wednesday. So yeah. I was outside teaching yoga at the lovely Clumber Park.
0: Yes, Julie, because you're able to now get out, back out and do things... Yeah. In the park, aren't you? So that's really nice. Had
2: some Prosecco. I'll have to yoga this time.
0: <laughs> oh, that's nice. a bit cheeky.
1: Isn't yeah. It? yeah, took a bottle
2: along, you know. Still so.
0: celebrating the twenty-first. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nearly two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn's yeah. been gallivanting to Whitby. I have. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. really nice traveling. part of the country. Um, they call it God's country, don't they, Yorkshire? Well, you will know being there. Uh, a Yorkshire lady, yeah, Yorkshire, yeah,
3: Yorkshire-born and bred.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty spot. little village, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Although I wasn't uh, friendly with the seagulls. They oh. got dumped on a few times. <laughs> 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 Ear bombed.
3: You're lucky they didn't pinch your fish and chips because they're good at that. Mm.
1: They'd have to be quick to pinch mine. <laughs> 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 <tell you> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We went to Mugsy, didn't
3: we? And uh, we did. We did.
2: That's yeah, where I got suntan on my feet. Have you Have yeah. you seen my feet? There, oh, yeah, I've got brown socks <laughs> on. <laughs> <She> <laughs> They've gone brown now. <laughs> <She's laughs> <brown> <laughs> Went into it's, the sea, and that's what happened.
0: <laughs> it's usually the opposite way round, where the feet are the white part.
2: <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Not for aliens. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was lovely. Lovely link there, Julie. Yeah. Very well done. <laughs> <laughs> to <Tonight>, like that one. <laughs> tonight's, today's tonight's episode, we are talking about aliens, beings of light, angels, the higher order. Um. So we are really grateful that Angie's here because Angie, you are somewhat of a master no, in I'm this just, field.
3: Just a tube. That's all. And uh, you know we um, <clears throat> we just connect, um, amplify the grids, we amplify the energies with varying grids, which are normally channeled. Anything up to an hour to thirty minutes before. Sometimes it's done very quickly. And um, everybody that's there is um, like part of a circuit. So um, we do a lot of um, traveling with these beings out of body going to sacred places um, under the earth, going through dimensions of time and space. Um, It depends on the frequency of the collective to what can come through, but we've got quite a dedicated regular people who are doing world service and have been for quite some time.
1: Uh, When you say grids, Angie, can you just explain to the listeners who don't know what you're referring to uh, what grids actually are?
3: They're sacred geometry um, okay. shapes and symbols, um, and we build them under instruction. Um, okay. As I say, I have no idea what's going to be put down until literally just before. Um, Sometimes There's all kinds of shapes. Sometimes they look like spaceships. Sometimes they yeah. look like stars. We never know. We've even did a druid grid a few months ago, which I don't work with um Druid energy because it's not my thing, but we did have some beings, and we did a lot of work with that as well, which is about healing some ancient um, events. Um, we don't always understand because mm-hmm. we are there to serve, and that's what we do.
1: I'm assuming the different um, grids that you're instructed to put down emit a frequency, almost like tuning in a radio, so that you can channel these higher beings. Would that be correct?
3: Yes, that's right. Um, You know, and um, it it depends on the crystals as well, but also it gives off a signature when we're working as a a collective or even an individual, you give off a vibrational signature. And I do believe that they do know who will be there and what's going to happen and things like that.
0: Mm. You were saying that you you would... talking about different types of higher beans and you, yeah. you were giving some of the names, Angie. Can you talk to us about, can you tell us about a few of the different um, types of beans that you work with?
3: Well, it, as I say, it depends on the vibration. Over the years, we obviously we work with the um, angelic energies. Um, I personally don't see them as feathery religious things, I believe that they are a much more advanced race that were here, you know, to, to sort of see us come into the being, really. Um, they are there with everybody um, and they all work in different ways um, and we have the Hathors which you've been working with for quite some time and they work on the frequency of the key of F, the heart's note, and they're here um, helping us um humans with lots of races helping us. Um sometimes we have the Arcturians in, we've had um Palladian Syrians, we've had we've had beings that we actually don't know what their names are. Um and we do quite often they will they will show us things. We've had so much over the years. Um but you know we, we the energies are the gris laid um and we call in Um, beings of light, masters, and and varying energies. Um, And we have an energy called Krathar, and he's called the Earth Dweller, and he's been around since the beginning of time. And he comes up through the floor, and his energies create a safe base on which we work. We we use an energy called the Quatre, um, which is, it is a stargate. I used to say many years ago, Oh, we've got a portal. And then, (sighs) because I didn't want people thinking, all right, she's lost the plot now. So I Mm did let people in gradually until actually it is a stargate. Um, That looks a bit like a four-pointed star when it comes in. And then we have another one, which is seven points, which came in the other week. Um, And it's basically a gateway. And if the vibrations are high enough, then we have different energies coming through to help us help. You know, because we're here to serve, we're here to help. Um, it also forms a dome of protection over us in varying ways. There's lots of colours, lots of spheres, all kinds of things going on. Um, I don't remember what I'm doing because it is, it's a channel. I might remember mm. bits here and there. Mm. Sometimes there may be somebody that is really just, they need the healing and they will give instruction and guidance and they will remain in a healing zone. Most people out of body travelling, the Merkabas. Um, We've gone, we go underground following energy lines, working with ancient sites that are hidden from view. We do all sorts. We're here to serve, so we do as we're told,
0: basically. The Merkabah. So, uh, as I understand that, that is a, um, a, sh- a ship.
3: It's a vehicle of light. A vehicle light, of yeah. light
0: that uh, Archangel Metatron comes with and uses.
3: Yes, but... Actually, human beings are born with one.
0: Right, okay. We've
3: all got one. We've just never really used it. Um, it's like a lot of our, our spirituality or our, our knowledge, ancient knowledge and knowledge. We know things you grow up knowing it's true, but you're told it's not. Don't be silly or whatever. Mm. It's your imagination. And a lot of the old the, the knowledge is it, it's conditioned out of us. But, yeah, we've all got one.
0: Can you describe the shape of that, Angie?
3: Um, I think the easiest way to describe it is if you've got a pyramid pointing up and you tip one upside down um, and like yeah. just push them together, Yeah, it's like a, a type of a star mm. um, and basically the, the people that work with it regularly, what we do is storm them in our etheric, in either our chakras or our auras or whatever because you know this is 3D, a lot of what we work with is, is um, multi-dimensional.
2: Mm.
0: I think in in one of the meditations that we did a few years ago, Angie, and and actually when you were at, when we were at the Phoenix Center, I think we put them into the third eye.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on, on what comes through. Yeah. The Hollands of protection and the Hollands of healing. Again, they they're stored, and it's just people need to remember they've got these things, just because they're not solid matter, mm-hmm. and they do work. You know.
2: What would you say the biggest influence of the higher realm or beings coming through at the moment, Angie, would you say? A lot of um, building up um,
3: energy. Um, There's a grid around the planet um, and some of it is broken and damaged. There's a lot of repairs going on there. There's a lot of energy being taken um, into the planet, into the people, sacred sites, the pyramids um stone circles and all of this but there's also a lot of those um circles and 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 pyramids and things hidden from view they're buried Mm um some are known about but it's basically knowledge as well because some of the students uh, the channelers, they do go down through the energy lines they don't travel alone there's always a being with them of varying types and they are given specific jobs and because their frequencies are all unique And they may go down underground and they may come up through through other sites Um, and it's different sometimes you know they 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 go off to where their soul comes from and get instruction or they may need just a little bit of a pop so
2: so is this sort of the egyptian race we're talking now possibly it's
3: not just the egyptian race the egyptians you know we know they're an ancient people but there were people long before Before them beings yeah um like I was saying, if you, you look up stuff you know you study the Sumerian and the Babylon if you study stuff, which is my little thing that an archaeology it's uh, amazing what comes together.
2: yeah, I was talking to a gentleman this afternoon about the, the pyramids and about building the pyramids because a lot of people refer to the pharaohs as gods, didn't they mm-hmm. well, if gods are immortal, so why would they buy uh, buy why would they build a pyramid for the afterlife because mm. they are. The life, the eternal life. So it's interesting if you look at it from that point of view.
3: Yeah. But it, the, the, we know that the Great Pyramid vibrates at the key of F, which is the heart's note. Yeah. And two of my mentors have been allowed in there and they sing and tone in there because they're sound healers. Mm. And uh, I believe that they do all vibrate at a specific frequency and if they come together. And I think a lot of what we're working with is to reawaken all this energy. Mm. You know, it, a lot of, there's a lot of knowledge hidden from us.
2: Yeah, mm. so that makes more sense than it being built for the afterlife. I mean, I don't know much about the Egyptians. Mm.
3: But did the Egyptians build them? Did they have some help? Ooh, we don't know. Wow. Yeah, do you, wow. do you, yeah. <laughs> that do you leads think? That to another.
1: <laughs> yes. Have you ever posed that question whilst you've been channeling?
3: Um, well, I know, I know what I believe. I, I believe the well... There was a lot more going on than just the Egyptians.
2: Yeah,
3: a lot yeah. more before it. Um, yeah. Even if you, you, I like, I've got a thing about archaeology, and if you look at the skulls as well,
2: elongated.
3: Um, yeah, and um you know, it's it's quite interesting. Keep an open mind, but it's a bit of an adventurer. You know, I researched the giants because I was interested mm-hmm. in them, and then if there's all these scrolls and all these things and all these. You know that now have been translated, and now it all relates. It's fascinating stuff. Mm. Fascinating, yeah. it's a very complex the, subject, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. And the carvings as well—the ancient carvings of—you've probably seen the those those ancient carvings of what look like spacemen. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked about this before in a previous <clears throat> podcast. Yeah, I think we have.
2: But how yeah, they
0: carry the some people say it, it an oxygen tank or yeah. or something but they all all seem to carry that what looks like a handbag yeah don't they I think as they well talked about that mm, yeah have you seen those don't. Angie yeah yeah,
3: mm, it is. But it's like if you look at sort of some of the carvings once some areas the ones that sort of the the heads and the gods have got wings yeah <laughs> yeah you know, there's just so much, you know, and all the healing we're doing now—the yeah. the reflexology, the aromatherapy, the crystal healing, the color—it was all done way,
2: way, way back. Way, way back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, fascinating, isn't it? You could go on, uh, on and on there, and different theories and perceptions. Mm-hmm.
1: Could I ask how the angelic realm plays a, a really strong part in this, and how can we? as individuals, connect with them on a daily basis.
3: They're always there and they've always been there. Yeah. Um, you know, and and everybody is a guardian angel from when they're born um, to when they die. And different energies will come. You've only got to ask, you know. Our biggest problem yeah. is we don't mm. ask or we maybe ask for the wrong things, mm. you know. Um, I mean, I, I made a promise um, when I started this journey that I would help living, dying and dead till it was my time to go. And, you know, they've taken it on. So if you promise them, it just be, aware okay. of it, you know, long, long days and stuff. Um, So it's just asking, you know, there's there's lots of information out there. Just yeah. I- if you've got a problem, you know, just say, please will you help me? You know, it's not, there's so many angels, there's, there's there's thousands of them, but we tend to know the, the more familiar ones like Metatron, Michael, Sandalafon, Raziel, Raphael, Uriel, yeah. you know, Michael. Well. And and different people see them in different colours. I don't... <clears throat> you, you either see them... I tend to see them as shimmering lights, but they are very, very tall. They're not little. Yeah. And on odd occasions when I was first developing, I was a little bit of a... I could be a little bit tenacious and I did have a... Uh, um, demon I was chasing after, and uh, I used to see the angels then like big giants, um, but mostly it's light and and colour. Mm. Was-
0: Do you know for for people that are working with or starting to work with angels Angie? Um, could you tell us a little bit about the shall I say main shall I say mainstream angels like Metatron yeah. Raphael? Michael. Where's well,
2: a good place to start, maybe? Where, where is a good place mm. to
0: start? What yeah. what would like like Raphael um, for healing? healing. healing. Um, what Reveal. about the what about the others? What could people? Um,
3: so off the top of my head, ones that I would I started working early on was Michael, obviously a guardian and protector. Mm. Um, everybody sees the angels in different colours. although other were given set colours in books. It's personal. Don't think you've got it wrong because it's a different colour. Yeah. So I would go for Michael for protection. Um if you're, you know, need some courage and strength, you need courage, hand yell. And um, they all also, also have ruby colored, they also have colour rays as well mm. to help you with. Um Raphael is the known as the the, the healer. Um, you've got your lover angel, um, and um, but it's not lover mean, Lover. Kissy kissy lover, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's more about pure love. Um yeah, they there's so there is a lot of books out there. Some of them are a little bit more fluffy than others, but it'll give you a basic idea and then just go with what you feel, you know. Um but they're they they're always there for you. Mm. Um, like Razael with dreams, you you were saying you you know, if you you invite him in, and he'll give you messages and information and, and guidance. Mm-hmm. But ask for guidance, you know, and 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 uh, point us forward. They'll show you in dreams. The the favourite one, which is little feathers, little feathers on oh, places that can't possibly be. In little feathers, <laughs> and it's like you know, and I've he, seen some feathers this week actually, yeah. and angel numbers as well. Yeah, because the angels yeah. often speak to us through through numbers. Symbolism.
1: I work with a lot of those with clients as well and they're very on point when they're given uh, the angel numbers. Uh, But can I just mention, uh, before we did go uh, live and start this recording, Angie was having a conversation and I experienced what I would describe as an angelic spiritual download. Only this time, this is the first time I've experienced this, I was getting it in my left eye. And I've never felt that right in the socket of the left eye, and it was quite painful. Mm. Um, and I think I mentioned it to you, Angie. Yeah, I did. Uh, could you expand a little bit on that for people that do well, experience it, these sorts of?
3: It's things. a bit weird that the one that you had, I've had it as well in the past, mm. and it just feels like somebody stabbed you in <laughs> So it's not very nice. <laughs> it does, it's very it was, unusual. Definitely. But we were talking about quite an in-depth topic at the time, yeah. so it obviously they've gone right quick. Slot that in his head while he's not looking, <laughs> and um, uh, yeah. So um, I mean, downloads. Uh, you know, you, you tend to, you tend to vibrate. You, it's different tinnitus if it's in your ears. Yeah. It's a different type, the different type of frequency. Um, if you sort of first time I got the download, I was my, my friend had been diagnosed with Parkinson's, and it was middle of the night, and I I, I thought. And vibrating my hands, are, and <laughs> I've got, I actually put the light on I looked at my hands because I thought, have I got Parkinson's? And they weren't moving. But that was a download, yeah. pictures and frequencies. And mm. the more you develop, the and the more interconnected you are, the more you'll see. You know, more you'll vibrate. Yeah, come yeah, come from you, come from your heart space. You know, and um, yeah, so uh, they they will down when you're ready to listen. They'll slot something in your head. Mm. Or, if you're having a conversation with someone go oh yeah pop that in that letterbox there to get it out right. <laughs> where there's a space yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so do listen at those things you know and and uh, if you're doing something and a secret number sequence pops up like it'll pop up on your phone your clock or notice boards take note uh, of what it's and because that is a message
2: it's for a symbol isn't it yeah yeah was it
1: mm, fantastic now Sorry, Glenn. Oh, sorry, Phil. I, I was just going to ask: Is the a method of uh, preparation before going into um, the cha- uh, the channeling um, perspective of bringing in the higher order? You know, on an individual basis, do you have to meditate or is um, some? Sort I would,
3: if of you're something? going to do it first. If you're going to do it yourselves, it's a little bit different for, for where we are because we, we we do it all the time. But yeah. Um. In the no, for me personally, I'm just willing. The no, I'm easy, so it's like, you know. <laughs> um, but what I would do is I would create a sacred space, you know, whatever you want to do, cleanse crystals if you wish, you know. Create yeah. your sacred space. Um, and obviously, if you're going to do it properly, mate, cleanse your aura, turn your phone off so you're not disturbed, you know, and just sit and, and do some, some breathing. And... Ask, set the intention ask for angel or a master or say of light always put of light yeah. to draw near to <clears throat> you and then just talk to them like you talk to anybody mm. else and the answers come into your head or they'll give you symbols or or, or you'll see things you know So mm. just prepare the space meditation's good. Yeah, sometimes we can't always have that luxury of creating a space mm. and meditating yeah. and things, you know, especially if something's going on, then something's going on, you need help, you need help there and then. Just mm. just, just take a few breaths and just ask them. Send it, call the them, set up the intention. Yeah, it, call them to yeah. you and they will help mm. you. We don't ask enough and they cannot interfere because we operate by free will.
0: Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So we should, we always give them permission, don't we? Yeah.
3: Yeah. And always be grateful yeah. and always be thankful. Um, actually, yeah.
0: do you know what I do? What I personally, if I see a feather or something like that, and I know that that's a sign from the mm. angels, I always say, thank you for reminding me of your presence.
2: That's nice. That's beautiful. Yeah.
0: And if I see a feather, that, that is something now that automatically i say in my mind or out loud if I'm on my own. That's good. Um, what I did want to just talk about there, because you were saying, always say, of light. What about, what about beings that aren't of the light, mm. Ange?
3: They're crafty, they're sly. They will find your Hercules tendon and they will work on it. It doesn't have for everybody. It depends on what your, how your growth is, what you're doing, they don't go for everybody. But sometimes if you're destined to do varying things and it may be that you just need to reach one person that's gonna make a catalyst for something big for the light, they will try and and what we call it a nobbling, but, Mm. um, so, you know, protection is important and always say of light, because if you go and just invite anybody in, you you may have a bit of a chink there where something not of light mm. um, and they tend to fill your head with doubt, fear, um, and they tend to try and confuse you. If they find your Hercules tendon, um, they will try and work on that. Like, you know, if you've got a confidence issue, things will happen to knock your confidence um, it's,
2: um, I think it's a test as well, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, things can go go wrong. Yeah, and lots of things happen, and it's all sort of yeah, negative, and sort of. then you have to sort of take control again, don't you? And sort yeah. of.
0: So, yeah, do you think the there are higher enlightened beings um, communicating with Earth and uh, in, on Earth that aren't here for our highest good?
3: I believe that there mm. is good and bad, yeah. um, well, negative and positive. But you remember, the negative doesn't think it's negative; it thinks it's right. <laughs>
2: mm. Yeah. Um,
3: it's the so and young, isn't it? Yes, um, and there's always got to a balance. We're never going to eradicate um, lower frequencies. There's always got to be a balance. But <clears throat> at this time, in humanity's growth, the light the light needs to come higher up because it's out of balance, and there's a lot of negativity. Um, so we need to, it's been going on for, for, for a long, long time that, the this kind of battle. And if, you know, if you look back at all different belief systems, you'll find there is always that battle. We've got the changes within ourselves as well. Mm. You know, we need to evolve. We need to develop. We need to get rid of ego and, 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 you know, we need to be non-judgmental and we've got lots of traits that we need to work on as well Mm. to help us, um, get sort of lighter and it's a good point
2: though isn't it because the uh, things that are negative you know whether it's sort of energies or people that are having negative thoughts that they, they don't some of them don't realize as that's what it is no and the thought yeah. is yeah. the deed
3: you know and, mm. and it, it, it it's so and it isn't always easy to be keep positive in, time. in mm. um, life we all have things happen to us yeah. but it's if you sort of well okay it's not great but it's happening for a reason and trust spirit. If you believe in spirit and the angels, trust them because they see the whole p- picture we don't. That's true. Yeah, um, definitely.
0: I read a while ago, um, and you, you, just, you, just what you were saying just reminded me of that, Ange, but there is no good or bad. It's just a human, a human assessment of what we think is good and bad. Yeah. Um, but you just reminded me of that then.
3: But the, you know it is to strive forward and and live a good life and be lighter and help people mm. and care and look after the environment, you know because we have we have abused earth, and the lower frequencies are not really bothered about earth, or the people. So you know it's up to us to be mindful as well mm. of, of, of to do the extra work to isn't do the it, right really? things. yeah, we all know right from wrong and you know
0: it's um i think for, for it's easy to it's easy to differentiate isn't it as well between right and wrong good and bad even though i know i've just said that i read there was no such thing as mm. good or bad but for me if i what i deem as good and right makes me feel lighter it makes yeah. my heart feel lighter yeah. it makes my vibration raise Mm -hmm. that's how i measure that's how i measure what is good and bad Bad, yeah how it makes me feel
3: yeah because if you're doing coming from the heart's domain you know it you just feel so much better but you're not doing it for doing sake. what somebody once said to me some years ago well i'm doing all these good things and i've done this for this and i've done this for you and i'm doing such good things and i should be getting good things back and it doesn't work work that that way way. (laughs) You give yeah. for giving sake, you do for doing sake, without yeah. thought of reward.
2: Thought of you give
3: from the heart, and mm. that's what the difference is.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: I I always find as well that you, you get what you need anyway in this lifetime, so why chase after that? Mm. Why waste energy doing that when you could be, uh, like you say, giving, being of service to others? especially in this time that we're all going through. Mm -hmm. It it could be something as simple as a a smile or a a good morning. Mm. You know, that little gesture of kindness goes a long way, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah. definitely.
0: Um, I was thinking about, we were talking earlier about the Galactic Council of Light. We were talking about um, that, weren't we, Ange? We went into... And I was thinking how different programs are inspired. Things like Stargate Mm. and Star Star Trek Trek. and how actually those programs have been inspired by spirit um, when they were being written.
2: Well, they've been going a long time, some of those programs.
0: So actually there is truth in those programs.
2: Yeah. But it's also perhaps... It's
3: about getting, was getting us used to the fact that there are other beings here. And it, they're right. not... Mm. Yes, we look up and we were saying to Phil, I saw a U, UFO with a couple of friends um, a couple of weeks ago, you know. And it's like they've always been here. They've been here since the beginning of our little um, growth, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know. And and you will find that there's a lot more reports um, last year of sightings. Or You know, it could be because we've been... Um, more aware, like we would be more aware of the birds song, we would been more aware of nature during the, the situation we're in.
2: There's a lot more crop circles, uh, you know, found as well, yeah, wasn't there, I believe.
3: Yeah. There's, 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 oh, there was a, a strange
2: more... phenomenon, wasn't there? There was some uh, sheep in a field, wasn't there? Um, I think, I don't know where it was. Um, I showed you the article, didn't I, Glen? Can you remember where it was? It was somewhere like Norfolk or something like that. Oh, Avalon? Avalon?
1: It's kind of ringing a bell, but yeah. I, I can't remember the details of it. Of the Basically,
2: piece. these sheep were in the field and they were all in a circle, like a crop circle formation. There was no, no person there, no sheepdog there, and they were all just still <laughs> in this formation. I can't mm-hmm. exactly remember where it was, but it was somewhere near to Stonehenge or somewhere mm-hmm. like that. Um, and they were like that for about an hour or two just stood perfectly still in a crop circle formation.
1: I suppose birds do that as well in the sky, don't they? They they take different uh, forms and shapes as they're flying and they flock together. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so could it be the, the energies, the magnetic energies of the earth? Or like you say, it, it could be some sort of grid that's, yeah. that could be hidden underground that they're picking up on that vibration.
3: There's definitely something going on with the animals, because um, I mean, I, I wake up with a bird first bird song, and uh, it does seem to be very loud. And then um, it was was it it was um, yesterday morning, um, no, yeah, what yesterday morning? Uh, Wednesday morning, sorry. Um, that I woke up at the and it's like there's no bird singing and I actually got up. And I thought, why is there no birds singing? There should be some birds singing. And there wasn't, yeah. I thought it, was, it wasn't Wednesday, it was when the um, eclipse, but I didn't know there was an eclipse till Tinky came in. It was the morning of the eclipse. So maybe they'd sense the energies, because birds and animals, even when there's a tasami coming, they all shift and they go quiet, you know, before varying sort of um, events on planet. It was
2: Sussex, actually. Sussex. Yeah, there was hundreds of sheep standing in a circle in the field um, and they were talking about it looked like an alien ship. Oh, bless. Yeah. Oh. That was recently, uh, in April this year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So they said it They just stood there. An incredible pattern was created by the animals following um, where their food was. They were just in that area.
0: Mm. Was there a UFO sighting above London? um a few weeks ago oh i don't know it'll
3: be on on, yeah it'll be online if they have been seen for such a long time and you know there's no end of accounts because a long long time ago when uh, they before i was born if you saw anything like that you was told to shut up don't say anything or things may happen Mm -hmm. and now it's like there's too many sightings And I think we'd be very naive to think we're the only race. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Do you think it's tied with, do you think the sightings are tied with the fact that our consciousness is expanding? Um, And I don't know about yourselves, but I've noticed a lot more people working with higher energies now, Um, people that have always worked with the earth and, and just, and just the earth and things like that, but actually, people are starting to work more with higher energies and angels now, and so that consciousness is expanding. Do you feel? Do you think that actually these sightings are linked with that?
3: I do. Yes, I do very much so. I'd like to uh, think so. Yeah, because we, you know, we are in ascension a process that all of those beings are watching to see how we we pan out, how we, you know, and they are helping us. And uh, I do believe it's linked to the ascension process because from what I've been told, that humanity has never gone through anything like this before and been allowed to keep Mm -hmm. um, a kind of physical form because when you ascend, you don't have your physical solid Mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. And there's many, many ascended beings, you know. So... um, yeah, so I do think it's linked. And I think they're here to encourage us because it is a challenging time.
2: I think people are probably wanting to do that to lift the, the level as yeah. well. And obviously we've been grounded, you know, but at the moment the ground is quite a challenging place to be. So getting that liftment for them as well will help, yeah. you know, in so many ways.
0: I read once, I can't remember where I read what book it was, um, but I did read that human mankind we've we've been close to this point before right. with technology and things like that but actually mm-hmm. at that point we wiped ourselves out because we weren't wise enough was that the to Atlantian? use that yeah. yes yeah. The yeah. race,
2: okay. yeah. well it's sailing pretty close to the wind at the moment isn't it <laughs>
1: <laughs> was, uh, was they meant to be uh, dabbling and they was playing god almost it was is that the right terminology atlanteans
2: well it was the power wasn't it the misuse of power from what they'd ascended to yeah and it's almost that if you're not satisfied with where you are to a certain degree you can go too far the other way isn't it with the technology yeah Yeah. and i think that's what's happening at the moment Mm -hmm. amongst other things
0: i don't know if off topic off topic a little bit but i don't know if you watch netflix do you watch netflix not very often. Is there anything that you've watched do you watch? Have you seen ever seen any Netflix or anything else? Um, I've seen the odd
3: one or two, but it was probably a children's
0: programme. Safest bet. If you get chance if you get chance to watch any series on Netflix, right. have a look at a program a series called Sweet Tooth. Sweet oh. tooth, eh? Yes. Nice. Not connected
2: to Bluetooth. <laughs> uh, no, no.
0: It's absolutely fantastic. Okay. Um, and I won't spoil it. I won't give you any big spoilers. But it's basically about um, experimentation with viruses. Oh, ah, okay. But also with children. And there Ooh. was one child that was being experimented on. Um, and he is the beginning of. Uh, a race of humans that are half human and half animal. Right. Well, that goes back oh. to the Atlantean race, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. So sweet circle. tooth. Circle. So sweet tooth is half human child and half stag.
2: Wow. Yes. And
0: it is absolutely fantastic.
2: There's also a series called Black Mirror that talks about similar to what you've described there. I've not seen it yet, but it's been recommended to me. So, Black mm. Mirror.
3: But is, you know, the, the, what we were saying about the um, Captain Kirk and that, you know, and all the sci-fi things, it, it's always been there. And, you know, we used to think, I remember first seeing my first movie, I think it was probably Black and White with Peter Cushion, and they had this cardboard rocket and went to the moon. And <laughs> when they got there, there was these little lamp people and they had to <laughs> escape when the sun went down, you know, and, and then of course you know man did go to the moon and he does all sorts. So there's so much out there. I think we have the the I would say that the more positive benevolent beings have been drip feeding us for long enough. So let's face it. So a little green man knocked on that door now, and we brought him in. None of us would be shocked. We wouldn't no. be frightened. We'd be like, yeah, okay, Can you bring you know. us some more. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Paul. That's quite <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> it's quite so funny. funny. Um, but, yeah, I don't think any of us would be alarmed, you know, because people now, there's there's people in foreign countries, and My my is terrible, but they see the ships coming in and out of these mountains. I think, is it between Peru and India or Tibet, someone in the mountainous regions? They see them all day, every day, and nobody bats an eyelid. So we are used to it, and we won't be alarmed, you know. I believe that eventually they'll make themselves more physically known. Yeah.
1: yeah. Do you believe that these uh, beings can actually um, not? I think possess is probably the wrong word, but actually um, take control of, of a body.
3: Oh, like the old-fashioned body snatchers. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. yeah. yeah I, <laughs> like I would
1: say the best way to describe what I'm trying to say—like say trance, is, isn't it? Yeah, is, yeah they, they would use the human body to, like, maybe help humanity, but then step out, like walk-ins. A walk-ins. Yeah, I, I
3: do believe there are walk-ins. Yes, um, I have had it happen with a in the past with a few clients. So, um and there are so many different, so many different dimensions. But you know. Um, again, they wouldn't, it would be, It would. You can't force anyone. They wouldn't mm. force anyone. Not a nice one yeah. anyway. It's got, they wouldn't take over because these are our bodies. It's our mm. free will. Well, it's either. like you're channeling, you know, you're willing to just slide sidewards mm. so yeah. they can channel but you're in control. It's your body when you say enough, enough.
2: Well, I had that experience, didn't I, a couple of months back where I felt like I was lifting. Mm-hmm. You did. And... uh I felt physically sick, to be honest. I thought I was going to be sick. Uh, I didn't understand why I was perfectly fine. Um, and I believe you did uh, mention to me that there was a higher being standing right by me <laughs> um, because I'm clairsentient, uh, not able to see or hear anything. And he, he was trying to <laughs> come through. So yeah. I was obviously not quite ready for that so it is yeah, possible they, in my opinion
3: they'll just test you out a little bit that you know and eventually the you know when you're ready <laughs> yeah
2: mm. so it's very
0: interesting <clears throat> one of the star trek movies 1979 the motion picture star trek the motion picture yeah i think it's at the end of that film where one of the crew members um sheds his physical form and becomes mm. his original light body form. Mm. Yeah. And when I, uh, it, was, it was probably a year, two years ago that I watched that. That's probably the last time that I watched that. Um, um, and I saw that bit and actually mm. I thought, oh, wow, actually. Mm. It's the, that, it, it clicked at that point that that was in those films in 1979. Mm-hmm. It was, wow. Wow. Just wow, really.
3: I think we're ready to listen now. We're ready to realise that it's not just sci-fi. There's lots of, you know, real information there. Mm. I would
2: agree.
1: Mm. Yeah, there's too much to ignore nowadays, isn't there? You know, um, there's no such thing as coincidences. Um, These things are coming to the surface at this particular time in Earth's history for a reason. Mm. And uh like we've just been speaking about, it's about the great awakening, the great ascension. And um yeah, we're we're all well most of us are open and ready and willing to work with these energies in order to uh facilitate this um shift within um humanity.
0: Mm.
2: It's the challenging times, but I think it's a great time for the ascension process, isn't it? And to be part of it.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: To take it from a um, you know a negative to a positive. Right? And also,
3: I wonder how many people out there are really, really, really aware of how interconnected we are with the nature now. You know, you're driving down a road, and it's like you just it's just all passing through. You're passing through it, and it's just like that's one of your first things you tend to notice nature's not the same it's like you just it's like you know you can hear the grass growing the trees talking and that is really a sign that you're on your way you know you're ascending
0: yeah i think that actually was i think that's one of the things that led me to learning more about and and studying more about forest bathing and shinrin yoku um and that with that connection to nature. Um and really communicating with nature more. Um you're doing a lot of that in now, a in a yeah. deeper way. Yeah. In a yeah. So much more connected. You seem really
2: calm and, you know, mm. contented. Yeah. If that's the right word.
0: Um I've lost my train of thought. Because I was going to talk that about means. something else as well. <laughs> you are about no, to ask me back.
2: something. You are going to say something to me at one point. I was. You looked at me and you were about to say something. <laughs> and I thought, it's on a mission there.
0: <laughs> I was. Was
2: it something to do with a higher being or a higher race? Or?
0: I think I was going to ask you. What was I going to ask you? I'll ask this question first. Okay. While I get, While I think about that one. What are your thoughts on reincarnation but reincarnating onto a different planet
3: Mm. i believe that most of us come many of us have come from different planets and dimensions in time and space anyway Mm. and you can spot the aliens (laughs) (laughs) basically there was an (laughs) influx you know it's not like the body snatchers or anything, you know. I have I've come across this with, with people's memories, um, but basically, you know, we made some of us made um, uh, arrangements and and said, yeah, we'll go and help planet Earth at this time, or we'll go and do this, or we'll go and do that. And the eyes are the window to the soul, and as you develop again on your ascension, you can look at someone's eyes, and you can see where they're from. You know, reptilian star people, and it's quite first time I saw reptilian eyes. I went, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> but it was a nice one, and um, yeah, you, you, um, we came here to do something. You know, yeah, we've had lots of lifetimes. Mm. Quite often, your trail of lifetimes will have followed a pattern, you know, and it explains why you're where you are now. You're awakening. You will know eventually once you've you, you, what your mission is, what you're here to do what your job is you know and this is when you're out of bodying or you're working channeling in a grid or whatever you can actually go and and fo- your angels your masters will go with you and help you remember
1: you know i heard um on an interview with somebody spiritual online i forget the actual uh, the person in question there but uh There was mentioning about that there's a lot of uh, spirits, um, souls, if you like, that wanted to reincarnate at this particular time to be here to witness the shift within the Earth's vibration because it's a one-time thing only, apparently, and it Mm -hmm. has a knock-on effect to all the other uh, planets within this galaxy as well. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it's yeah definitely. This is a really big, big time, isn't it? Yeah, and more than one way. You know, it's uh, so many different levels.
0: I can it's understand going. that actually, um, Glenn. What you were saying about the knock-on effect with other planets. Yeah, because as above, so below. So our vibration, we are, we are, our consciousness is uh, raising. Our awareness is raising. Um, but that is happening in the heavens as well at the same time, isn't it? Well yeah.
2: everything has cause and effect, doesn't it? Can't yes. Yeah. Every act, thought or deed causes a reaction. Maybe. Or a consequence yeah. as it's known in yoga.
0: Yeah.
3: Well it's ripples in a pond, isn't it? When you throw that stone in the pond, your ripples will reach out. And how many ripples are you gonna cast and you know how what is it? What works find, yeah. Um, Um, There is a book called The Fifth Dimension and I cannot remember the gentleman's name um, but it's a a ladder with a lady stood at the bottom and they're all channeled by different beings of light including aliens and angels and um, funny enough they talk about towards the end about um, humans and animals Mm. and various, you know, it's like with any information read it and what resonates with you will just really, really resonate and then instead of dismissing the other stuff, just put it on a shelf for yeah. later on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've forgotten the gentleman's name. I do apologise, but it's uh, it's only a thin book, and it's uh, called The Fifth Dimension. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just
0: I'm just looking at Google for that, and it,
3: it was on. <laughs> 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 it was on Amazon, and uh, yeah, because you find books on that are given to you at the right time. You know, and and they just come out and they confirm things you already felt and thought.
2: Mm.
0: There's quite a few books called The Fifth Dimension. (laughs) 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 It's by a man.
3: (laughs) It's a creamy coloured front. (laughs) Um, And there's a ladder with a lady at the bottom. Okay, it's
0: called Gateway to the Fifth Dimension. That's it. I got some. Ivan Teller. That's it. The author.
3: Yes, it's worth worth reading and keep an open mind because a lot of it just makes total sense. Brilliant. So, yeah.
0: You know. I know what I was going to ask you, Julie. Oh, go on. Because I know that you aren't from Earth. Um, was and, it the green <laughs> antenna? <laughs> give <it> away. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: you're quite right. I don't feel it's like I'm from Earth. <laughs> it's the fact that
0: when she's on the beach, she, her feet get tanned and her legs don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I would agree with you. I, I don't think I'm from the earth. Yeah. I was going to ask you about like
0: your own experiences, because I know that when you're working energetically um, with healing and different things, mm-hmm. uh, music, you work with Atlanteans and yeah. Egyptian energies. I, I believe so. Yes. Any experiences there that you've had working with those higher beings?
2: I would say very powerful. Um when I do the healing, it's it always seems to be just very very strong and it comes through straight away. Um, I don't have to think about it; I just go with the flow, and it just comes out really. It's a, I'm a channel, so I don't get any instructions of what to do, but I just seem to know what to do. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. so it's intuitive, and um, the results seem to be quite quick. You know, for people, which always amazes me. And you know, I just think, wow, you know, how's how's that worked? Because <laughs> I'm always saying to people, you know, it will take quite a while. And you know, one chap came for a, a treatment for um, anxiety and depression, and one treatment, he said, I'm I'm sorted. <laughs> wow! You
3: did my, uh, me the other week, didn't you? <laughs> yeah.
2: And I, I just said, what do you mean you sorted? You know, you how can you be sorted after one treatment? He says, I am. You know, that's it. I'm sorted and he sent his daughter to me Since sent other people to me as well. Um, Everybody's different, of course, but uh, I've had quite fast results. Um, But my energy is is quite fast, so whatever is channelling through me, which I believe is there all of the time, works quickly through me.
0: Yeah. Do you know when those energies step in? Yeah. Have you ever experienced your, not your physical form change, but the feeling of your form change like like becoming taller not that you could be any taller i'm
2: I'm, I'm quite tall yeah um i always just feel really powerful i know it sounds a bit of a cliche but um it's it's just an inner inner drive really but i've always had that whether i've been healing or not i've just always felt very strong a bit like a warrior and i don't mean in a fighting sense you know that i'm fighting for life or anything like that but i just feel very strong and confident in my own skin or my own energy it's it's hard to explain really
0: Mm. Um, what about you Ange any extraordinary experiences
3: um yeah like Julia says because they're stepping in you do change form and when you're a little shorty like me when you become very tall it's really cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm slimmer <laughs> So yeah, you, because you're taking on their form And sensing their energies You mm. know So yeah, it does, it does make a difference and As for Julia's healing as, as Julia knows, I'm a bit I don't have healing with a lot of people And I've got an infection in my front crown Yeah And uh, I went on the couch And I have had no pain since Wow, so that's the, Oh, yes. so you can get I like you you'll alright but yeah phenomenal. I've had no problem with with it and it was it was oh, very very painful gosh yeah. so, okay. yeah. thank you so, thank you
0: mm. I've that's really delicious. enjoyed it I've really enjoyed this episode thank yes. you for coming and thank you for being with us again yeah. I always you. enjoy it when we have thank a guest you, it's really nice
1: isn't it <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So some really in-depth com- conversations this evening.
3: Mm. Any food for thought? So Definitely. get out there and explore.
2: Definitely. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, and you work with higher beings on different nights at the chat.
3: Is it? <laughs> we the first sounds month, like a show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the first and second Monday of the month, we um, do the higher order sessions, which is well service. Find it on Facebook. Brilliant. Um, and I'm working with Jeff Hutchinson, a well-known medium, on second Wednesday of the month. And we're doing normal.
0: Brilliant. Normal Thank stuff. you. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Well. Thank you. Brilliant. Namaste, everybody. Namaste. 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 Thank Until you. next Thank time. You. Yeah. Thank you. For listening and continuing to support The Full Circle Podcast We would love for you To subscribe and share Don't forget to find us On our official Facebook page Until next time, have a good time, all of the time.